Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs, your home improvement and remodeling podcast, where the two most entertaining guys discuss the do's and don'ts in home construction and in the remodeling industry. Remember that you can nail it, paint it, or just tune into the show. How about that? Uh, here are your hosts, Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. Hey, Jim. Hey, buddy. How are you, bud? Ah, that's a loaded question again. And yeah. Beautiful Tuesday. Yeah, it still feels like a Monday. Doesn't it feel every oh, day is a Monday? Yeah, they just haven't changed. Nope, not at all. No, I don't know what we're gonna do. No, I haven't had. I'm. I'm not. I'm done. Put a fork in me. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm glad I'm on the show. Yes, I'm glad you're on the show too, because it would be kind of boring by myself. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. I think oh, you yeah. can hold your own. You think so? Uh, you know, I think we should test it out. I'm going to get my cardboard <laughs> cut out. Great. Right next to you. Oh, that would be so funny. That would be funny. Yeah. And just, what do you think, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be great. Another excellent point, Mr. Driscoll. Yeah, right. yeah. What's going on, man? Not too much. Staying busy like you. Yeah. So, and I swear every time we go to start a project now, it's like we find tons of rot and we don't have time to do the rot now. It's like, yeah. Ugh, it's just snowballs effects. So. I know. But anyway, enough about us and our complaining. We got a guest today. We do. We have David Selinger on the on the podcast. He is with Deep Sentinel, and we're going to learn a little bit about uh, security stuff and uh, things to protect you you during the holiday season when you get packages delivered to your house. So it's going to be kind of cool. That's pretty cool. He's yeah. a security guy. David, how are you? Hey, David. I'm good. Thank you guys for uh, having me on. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on. So tell us a little about yourself. Sure. So, uh, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm the CEO of Deep Sentinel. Uh, personally, I uh, I grew up in a little tiny town in Oregon called Grants Pass. I actually grew up in a in a suburb of Grants Pass. Grants Pass was the big town with 15,000 people. I grew up in the town of 300 people just outside of that. Um, oh, wow. uh, if you've heard of that, congratulations, you and your four other friends. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I, I I take it that it was a very high crime area with the 300 <laughs> people. That's why you decided to do security. Yeah. The good news was it was always your neighbor, right? Like it's, yeah. <laughs> right. it's pretty easy to figure that out. Yeah. I just borrowed it. How many kids in your like graduating class? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're looking at him. Really? Right. <laughs> it well, was yeah. just you, huh? No, I, I, uh, my parents transferred me to the big, to the big school district downtown. So we had, uh, oh, okay. we actually had a decent sized graduating class. I said it was like 200 people. Wow, so, but pretty. Small yeah, I went to a, I, I went to a small small uh, high school. It's in Westbrook, and uh, eighty seven kids in my graduating. Jeez. and that was the biggest one in the history of the school to go through. Shut up. Two really? years yeah. after us, the next group was twenty five kids. Oh my god. Yeah. So you didn't even have a football team because the no. marching band was like two people. <laughs> right. Like exactly. So whoever's ever in the marching band had to put on their football uniform. Yeah. To get back. He played the kazoo for a little bit and then went running over to the other side. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, you got to do all three. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. A little bit yeah. cheerleading too. Sure. Absolutely. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. That's pretty funny. So then, how did you get out of that uh, that big town of yours? You know, I, I was really fortunate. My folks were. Um, <clears throat> Real supportive of me. I'm a computer geek by trade, and so they uh, they helped me kind of find that I wasn't the only computer geek in the world, which I was in that little little part of the world. And okay. uh, I got to go to Stanford, study wow. AI and robotics there. Um, got my butt kicked wow. when I learned that the whole rest of the world was a lot bigger than Grants Pass, and you know there's some <laughs> real competition out there. Um, right. But then I, I got I got uh, I got to be a part of some amazing companies out of that. So. That, 
Stanford was kind of a bridge and a gateway. I got to join uh, uh, Amazon in the early days. I ran the first artificial intelligence research team there called uh, Customer Behavior Research. I worked directly for the Jeff, um, and uh, that was pretty awesome. And I started a real estate company called Redfin, which is uh, that's a public company now. And yep. then I started another AI company. And then about five years ago, I started Deep Sentinel. Wow. You're dangerous, dude. Yeah, I'm busy. It's, it's been a fun ride. Uh, you know, one of the most fun companies, though, honestly, this it, it has, was Redfin. It, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of real estate and homes and just kind of turning the idea of real estate to be something that was accessible to people. Uh, it's kind of like yeah. what the whole DIY revolution is about, like your house for many, many years has been kind of this thing that, that uh, you, know, you hired a contractor or somebody to do something. Not You shouldn't do that still, but peeling back the layers and making it accessible to the regular person. That's what we did for real estate. That was super fun uh, to, to make that something that everybody could be kind of an active participant, educated about, maybe just enough to get a little dangerous, you know? Yeah, very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah, familiar with the company. Wow, that's great. Yeah, really. You have a very impressive record, my friend. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for you, Amazon probably never would even be who they are today. Could be. Right? That's right. Might not be. I like to you think know, what so. We were talking- I, I tell Jeff that every time <laughs> I send him a bill. He hasn't paid it yet, but uh, someday. <laughs> well, maybe he'll let you go take a ride in the, uh, in the aircraft. Say, next yeah. time before you go to the moon, <laughs> could you please stop by and just drop a check off? <laughs> really greatly appreciate every it. Every time I send him a message, though, it says this. This recipient doesn't receive uh, messages from you anymore. I don't know why. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure you like can figure out a way to get past that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can work around it. I'm sure. By the way, I worked on your spaceship. Yeah, I suggest you send that check right away. <laughs> I'm going to send you to Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Nice. Imagine. Nice. Um, so tell us about Deep Sentinel. What is yeah. what is that? What's going on? Yeah. So like I said, my background's in in artificial intelligence. Um, I I got really interested in home security <clears throat> about four years ago, five years ago. Um, I had just kind of started looking around, seeing what my next company might be. I was doing a bunch of AI research, and my neighbor had a home invasion, and that was you know to me that was one of these moments. It was like a real come to Jesus moment um, because she had alarms. She had a high-end alarm, actually. She was paying a lot of money for it. She had high-end cameras. And the moment, like I remember it, was we had pulled together the Neighborhood Watch. And I'm kind of like the nominal captain of the Neighborhood Watch. And so I was talking to the police officer. We'd invited the police department to come talk to us. And I asked, how did this happen? Right? I mean, she's done what you tell us to do. Mm -hmm. And the cop looked at me and said, well, what'd you expect it to do? Her alarm wasn't armed because she was home. Mm -hmm. And what'd you think the cameras were going to do? And he just like deadpan me, looked me right in the eyes. And I realized at that moment, like the emperor is naked, basically. We've all been kind of eating this food that says, this is the best thing you can have to protect your home. And a cop looks you in the eye and says, well, what did you really expect it to do? And I just realized, oh, my gosh, I had this belief that I was doing the right thing for my family when, in fact, like, these things aren't designed to solve that set of problems. And those are the problems that matter to me. Those are the problems that are happening. It's 
is I really want to protect. I've got two little girls at home. I want to protect my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. I look at like where crime is going. It's all going in towards like package theft and theft off the driveway, catalytic converter, auto burglary, mail theft, and the things that we have don't do that. And about six months later, I had this aha moment as I'd been digging into it for my family. Oh my God, this research I'm doing in AI that can help me solve this problem in a way that, that is new. It's, it's, it's the only way to actually prevent crimes from happening. And so I, I envision Deep Sentinel and our mission now is to, to make people safe and actually prevent crimes. Okay, so how does it prevent crimes? Yeah, that's, that's the uh, $10 billion question. How do you actually prevent a crime? Um, exactly, so, yeah. Uh, it, it, it turns out, and, and I think it is really like a ten billion dollar question. It's like the security is this massive industry that doesn't actually prevent crime, right? And um, just just mind blown. As I dug in deeper and deeper, the only thing I care about, again, like very personal version of this story, is the only thing I care about is preventing the crime to my kids. I watch all these videos on the internet about rain cameras. Look, I caught this guy. The dude already finished stealing all your stuff, breaking into your house, and then leaving, and you gave the video to the cops. That's not catching the guy. The guy right. caught you, right? I mean, you, congratulations, right? And right. Um, and I watched video after video after video of that, and I realized the only way to actually do anything was to intervene early. And you see a couple of videos like that where somebody's like happens to be looking at their phone when somebody's breaking in their house, and they mm-hmm. and they intervene. And so the question I asked myself was. Can I do that 100% of the time at a price that's affordable to everybody? If I could do that, if I could make that kind of personal bodyguard, if you will, affordable and make it so that it can work on every home in America, that would be what I'd want to do. And so I spent the next four years building a system that does just that. So you you come up to my house. In fact, just a couple of minutes ago, my, my delivery guy came up to my house, dropped off some stuff for my, for my backyard. And within two seconds of that delivery guy coming onto my property, I had a live guard watching him, making sure that he didn't steal something. That live guard sent me a quick message, said, hey, you got to deliver on your front porch, go pick it up and, uh, and take it in. And uh, the guy stuck around a little bit longer. So he was just hanging out on my porch. The guard speaks over the camera. Hey, uh, I see that you just delivered a package. What can I do to help you? You need something else. Wow. And that's the magic moment. If that guy's there to commit a crime, that next line from our guard is within 10 seconds, I need you to get off the property. Get away, get away, get away. And, yep. uh, and so Deep Sentinel's all about intervene early, tell people to leave, we, we monitor 24 seven, and really at the end of the day, it's just about prevent, prevent, prevent. All right, one second. I, <clears throat> I need to go back real quick because I know people are going to be asking this, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. You said you got, that your neighbor got robbed in a home invasion so were they do you think they were casing her house did they and she knew they knew she was home and they decided we're going to get in because she's got stuff that we want well dude here's the worst part about this video so she had the camera system right right they were sitting outside in front of her house for like five minutes getting ready Mm. and then as i went and i talked to police uh, every single one of these videos that i've seen like they're sitting outside getting ready for minutes, not like, not like, you know, spur of the moment, 10 seconds in and out, that happens. <clears throat> but most of the crimes that I see, you have all this time while the people are getting ready, they're casing the, the place outside. And 
you just have to intervene early. And that was really appalling to me that when we, when we got down to it, you know, we showed the video to the police and there's nothing they can do about it. You've got four guys, they're all wearing masks and you can't see their face. And yeah, they were outside for five minutes, but she didn't do anything. And they went in and then they come out two hours later and there's two hours later. Yeah. So they held her down or whatever, tied her up or whatever. And they went through her house and took everything. Yep. I mean, wow. she's like, she wasn't a statistic and murdered. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, thank goodness she was she was safe. But I mean, you're, you're still looking at this situation where you had five minutes where if all you said was, hey, I see you get off the property. The whole equation, the whole story of that woman's life has changed. Got it. And that's, I got it. Yeah, that was good, the magic good. moment that I realized was the whole premise of physical security right now is after somebody breaks in, detect it. And then try to call somebody and, and, and set up a siren. Whereas if you can just go zoom back in time five minutes, the amount of energy required to stop that crime is t- you know tiny. It's like an ounce of prevention is worth a million pounds of cure. Mm-hmm. So there's somebody that's monitoring your cameras. Is that how that works? Or this is AI that's doing you? How does that work? Yes and yes. And uh, and, okay. and, the, and the reason well, is. Um, let me start with what's necessary, right? So, so you got to get a person to to do the work. At the end of the day, yeah. you know, we have instances where we say, hey, get off the property. And the guy's like, no, you're a robot. We say, okay, I'm a robot. Now get off the property. And so you, <laughs> you got you to, you know, you play with these criminals a little bit. Um, but you have to have a human being that's able to interact with the person, verify that they're not the right person. Like, what if it's the homeowner that just happens to be taking a leak on their front porch at two in the morning? I don't want to call yeah. the police to that person. Okay. <laughs> I'm raising my hand too. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to you want to say, oh, that's you. I got it. You're okay. You're verified. Then we got to be able to contact the law, law enforcement authorities. Mm-hmm. And that really is where a person is especially important. If you think about like, your burglar alarm, when ADT calls the police, hey, I've got a motion alarm in the living room, or I've got an open door. That's all the information they give to the police. That's that's not surprisingly why this cop was so disappointed when, you know, we expected the alarm to do something. It turns out most calls to police, in fact, 95% of calls to police from alarm companies are false alarms. Right. So police departments don't respond at all. Mm -hmm. Again, mind blown. I thought that cops had a special relationship with my security company. And to find out that the only relationship that they have with a security company is to do their best to ignore the calls. That was was bad news. Bad news bears. Yeah, for sure. You know, we got a live guard, right? Hey, I've got a mm-hmm. I've got a guy sitting on the front porch. He's banging on the door. I've asked him to stop five times. The homeowner's not home. I need an immediate response. And yep. you know, when we do that, we give the police everything they need to respond: a description of the crime, a description of the suspect, a description of the location. Do they have weapons? That's a call, right? That, that's that's what cops are sitting there waiting to get that call to go mm-hmm. and save the day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and the and the proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, probably my one of my favorite interventions we have. <clears throat> we had a guy who was known to the homeowner, and, and so the homeowner let us know I have an active threat. This guy shows up at the home, bangs on the door, won't leave. We tell him to leave. He doesn't go. We contact the homeowner. The homeowner's like, "Look, man, I am inside. I have my sidearm in my hand, and I do not want him to get this guy away from my house." Right. And I mean, like adrenaline, the whole bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
and are called to the police. I have a six foot tall white male, no shirt, covered in tattoos, known to the homeowner, not leaving the property, homeowner's on site, afraid for his life, and he's on. That guy was in handcuffs in two minutes and 15 seconds. Wow. Wow. That is the moment that I built this company. That is, that's the thing that you can't get anywhere else. Um, and, and that's that's why we have these guards. And that's what, you know, I mean, that's what Jeff Bezos already has. That's what Mark Zuckerberg already has. They have these guards. <clears throat> what we did, though, was we brought in the AI to make it more effective and affordable. And so we can provide this as a service to every homeowner in America. And, you know, you don't have to be a billionaire to afford getting your own private virtual bodyguard. That's what we do. So what happens like you, you buy the camera from your company and you set them up or well, you one of your guys one of your tech sets it up and then makes a connection with your guards <clears throat> basically is that how that yes, works we got, we got two approaches one is that you can get it professionally installed we've got 300 techs across the country um they'll do professional installation for you we also have a diy kit and uh you know that's why i'm excited to talk to your <laughs> audience especially right is we've got we've got wireless cameras that you can install yourself they're like ring like arlo or nest they take like yeah. half an hour, an hour. And as mm. soon as you set them up, you pop on your phone and you say, connect to the guards, arm it, and you're armed. And, and you mm. literally walk outside after you get our box. 30 minutes later, you walk outside, you wave to the cameras and you say, hey, I'm a new customer. And the cameras talk back to you and they say, hey, my name's Aaron. Welcome to Deep Sentinel. Thank you for trusting us to protect your house and your family. Is there anything I can do to help you? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. That's, right, so that's the magic moment and that's like again that's why the ai plus the humans we got it the answer to your question is yes and yes the the ai makes it so those guards know where to look when to look so they're on point and then the people are what makes that magical experience all right so let me ask let me ask you this next question i know it's just the security but for instance you go outside and it's the winter you slip you fall you're unconscious with the guard catch that see that and call 911 and get an ambulance to the house not only theoretically hurt? but yes absolutely we, we've done it numerous mm. times we've seen families go running out of their house and smoke coming out of the door and we call the fire department we're the first first on on scene to call the fire department we have um elderly customers who've tripped and you know fallen on their on their front yeah steps. right <clears throat> well the, the, the neat thing about having the human in it right i mean i'm a tech guy i like the ai the ai is I'm passionate about that. But I mean, right. when I watch these videos, right? Hey, I just saw you fall. Are you okay? Right? I just witnessed it, uh, a fall and I'm going to stay here with you. you. You can't reach your phone. That's okay. I'm right here. I'm on the camera. I'm good. I'm not going anywhere until you're up and walking around. You tell me to go away. I'm, I am here with you through this whole thing. We had a guy um, who thought he heard this trash cans, like getting, getting uh, you know, it was racket. Just I'll, I'll get to the end. But he's yeah, freaking think, out, yeah. right? He, he comes outside with his baseball bat, looks up at the camera, and our guard's like, hey, man, are you okay? He's like, look, can you just stay with me while I go out here? I'm going to check my trash cans. I can't tell what's going on. It, it is that amazing combination of, yeah, there's technology in the background. But what we're creating is we're using the technology to connect you to a human being instantly. That's, that's great. That's well, that is awesome. Wow, that's security. So, so the, the system... It basically does a 360 around your your property. Is that what it does? So you yeah, can see so you can all pay all as many cameras yeah. you want. Like I, I obviously have 
you know, double digits <laughs> cameras are at my house. <laughs> yeah, you well, know, you know somebody, you can get a good deal, I'm sure. So, yeah. I mean, some of our customers, they have three, some have two. Most of them have between four and six. Like the average property has between four and six on a residential yeah. side. And then on the commercial yeah. side, you know, our, our businesses, they'll have between six and, you know, some of them have as many as 50 cameras that we're watching. Wow. Now, how many cameras can or or customers can one guard, you know, take care of? I mean, that seems like an awful lot of work for one person. It, it is, you know, I mean, that's where that's where our secret sauce is, and that's why the AI is important. Um, mm -hmm. Our our magic number is just over a hundred, and so, wow. you know, when we talk about when I say AI making these guys really powerful, like a hundred is a big number, right? To be protecting a hundred properties at right. once. When you walk into the Deep Sentinel offices, I'm, I'm based in Pleasant, California. You walk into our, our front office in Pleasant, and the first person that greets you is the statue of Iron Man. Because that's that's kind of our model. Of, uh, nice, how we, I like that. Right? We take these guards, yeah. we take these people, we train them, but then we give them the technology to not just protect 100 properties, but to do it in a way that is just badass. It is better than anybody else out there. Mm -hmm. Um. Your cameras, do you make them on site to get them from uh, overseas or do you make them in the, in the United States? We, we support both models. So we, we both support our own cameras that we make ourselves, the wireless ones, we, we manufacture those ourselves. It's our team in China, uh, but they are made, they're manufactured in China. It's all our specification. They were all designed mm -hmm. uh, through our engineers. Right. Um, but we do import right. them from China. It's, it's almost impossible to manufacture that type of stuff in the US, unfortunately now. By the way, if anybody's listening and wants to do that, like I'm all in to help make that happen. It's just right. it's very hard to get the supply. It's very hard to get any of the labor. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we don't do the the chips and everything else here too. Dude, I, mean, I would too be hard. so all yeah. in to help somebody get that done in the U.S. I all right. This guy, Andy it seems Coe. like it should be done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy can Coe I share one little piece? Can I share? We need to do it, and I need yeah. to do it. I'm, yeah, we can do it. I'll do it all yeah. day. Can I share one little piece of information for you? And you may know sure. this, but I just found this out. Uh, before before COVID, I went to Morocco. I was on vacation, and they were talking about they were talking about China and uh, how China is cornering the market in technology and everything else. Well, in your cell phones and every cell phone, there's a mineral that's used. Yep. And China yes, owns all the owns owns all the mines that makes that piece for all our for all our phones. So if just it, to if add it makes to you that, feel better, like, they also ship over their own labor on boats and they own the roads that go to those mines. So yeah, they've got it <laughs> even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah I mean I, I we, right. we so do you support know. our cameras. We support a bunch of other cameras. We do support cameras that are made in the US. There are there are some that, you know, I mean, we're watching kind of the legislation around cameras in the U.S. We do support yes. a bunch of third-party cameras. So if you have, like, how many right. cameras already installed in your home and uh, mm -hmm. and you already have those, it's likely, it's likely that we support them. Do you work with drones at all? Wow. There's a good question. Uh, let me just let me just put it this way. There are certain things that uh, are confidential information that we've not publicly disclosed as of yet. And okay. I may not be part of that. <laughs> okay, because we we Colin and I were talking actually last week because when you brought it up, like 
and Amazon is really talking about taking drones now, of course, as we know, and delivering packages. Mm-hmm. And I thought that right from the beginning, is that really a great idea? Because can't you clone a drone with a box and a bomb and drop it off and take somebody out? You know what there I mean? There are a lot of problems with that approach, I think. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I think that's one sure. of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. It, it hasn't gone through yet. Exactly. So that, there's too many bugs. There's a <laughs> lot of evil out there. <laughs> Yeah. So did you did you used to watch the TV show Person of Interest? I did not. Sorry. No. All right. That I was, was too engrossed in what he was doing. <laughs> you know, Basically, the the premise of the show it was a great show too. Is uh, a guy built this computer system that listened to, listened to phone calls and you know was tapped into video and everything else, and it learned people's behavior and it could predict when somebody was going to be murdered or was going to commit a crime. And this guy would get a phone call and they would just give somebody's social security number and then they'd go and find that person. Holy so I'm like, smokes. it's kind of like this. Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty cool. It is. I mean, one it. of the things, though, I mean, it's a little, it's kind of bordering on a political discussion, but I don't think it really is, which is, I think it's really important that we're run as a private company. And I think it's really important yeah. that we're run as a private company you with a single to. mission and a customer who pays us for that mission. So not like, Google, where you're getting something for free and you're the you're the advertising fodder, right? Mm-hmm. Our customers pay us to do this to protect them. And so for us, you know, while we partner with the police, we partner with the governments, we know crystal clear our customers you, our data belongs to you. We don't have any questions about where our loyalties lie. We act in agency for our customers. And then that whole kind of concept of big big brother is 100% under your control, under your direction, under your payment. And that to me is so important. Brings up a great question because I was going to ask this before. You know all these other companies like Ring and a bunch of other camera companies, um, Wise, and I think there's another one. Nest. Nest. They've all been hit with, with, you know, through security. They've They've all been breached. How do you eliminate that with your company? So, so there's two key things that we do. Number one is, unlike all these other companies, we have a special high encryption hub. So a piece of hardware that sits in your house, which is where all your data are stored. And so mm. unlike us, we're, you know, Ring, you can hack a cloud and then you get access to everybody's information. Your right. information, there is information in the cloud. We do use the cloud. Let me just, just say that. But the, yeah. the majority of your really sensitive information, so in my house, and for anyone who's actually watching this, Mine's right here, right? I mean, that hub has all of the video for my house. And in order to get into that hub, you have to hack into my house, then you have to hack into that hub, and then you have to hack in, into our code. And so it's it's a much more kind of robust security infrastructure that we built from the get-go. Uh, and then secondly, because that device is a high computational power, we're not cutting corners, right? That's a full-on secure computer. And because of that, we don't have to do kind of a small version of software that maybe cuts some security corners here, cuts some security corners there. We run a full security stack on that device in your property. Mm-hmm. So we don't have yep. that same level of exposure. Right. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, if you think about it too, if somebody hacked into it, what are they really getting? They're just getting pictures of your yard or your well, car. Or... It's like something they can hack in to get your personal information, your, you know, whatever your bank accounts, your credit cards account, and stuff like that. That's, that was. How, yeah, because huh. my question was, how much is in the cloud? Now you've already explained it's it's like it it's almost like you almost have like a hard drive in the house, and that's where all the information is really. You literally stored. do. 
It is not even almost. Yeah. Like you do. We do have some in the cloud. We have to store stuff in the cloud. But the majority yeah. of your information sits in your home. Right. Well, so, all right. Yeah. So let me let me just point, paint a scenario right, right now. You got the system set up. Everything's going good. Bang. There is a blackout in your town. <laughs> we lose power. Mm. And you've got a new zombie apocalypse. No, no, not the zombies. Oh, you oh, know, geez. Bigfoot's coming to us and something stupid, <laughs> a riot, or whatever has, whatever's going on. Are you battery powered at any point? Is or, or is the system down and you lose power? So we do have battery backup that we run. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is our infrastructure runs on the same power grid as our homes. So, like for example, cell towers go out right. after about an hour, hour and a half. Um, right, and so. You know, people are like, well, do you have cell backup? And, you know, yeah, sure. You can last for an hour. Um, so in the zombie apocalypse, I got to be honest with you, like, we are not designed for the ultimate zombie apocalypse. For riots and, <laughs> okay. and stuff like that, though, we, we were very effective. We had a lot of, in this last year, we had a lot of customers in L.A. And what that's particularly helpful for is two things. Number one, we're tied straight into the 911 system. And number two, because when we call into the 911 system, we're calling again with that verified call for service, we get straight through all the noise of all the other calls that are coming in, in those situations where our 911 infrastructure is getting taxed. It doesn't mean you're going to get, you know, presidential level of service necessarily, but you're going to go straight up to the top of the list. And, you know, that's that's about as much as you can ask for in those types of situations. Yeah, all right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would imagine if if your home has a, you know, a generator, then you're still up and running. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're, right. you're yeah. good as long as you get that. Yeah. Huh. Like, I mean, I, I live in California, so I get to test out the zombie apocalypse about three times a summer. It's <laughs> shut down. Oh, yeah. We're going to yeah. get retitled as a, as a first world country anytime now. Um, but, uh, you know, while we're still here, I, I get to test it. And, you know, at the end of the day, what I've learned is that I have full power backup in my home and that works fine. I have power backup specifically for my deep central system. Um, but eventually my, my cable and my cellular backups all go down because those yeah. entire chunks of infrastructure, they have like an hour to, to sometimes two hours of backup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Well, you know, very cool. It's, it's very cool. It's so funny. Just talk about security for a second. Um, some people get those signs and they think they're really cool. They put up the sign uh, <laughs> armed by Smith yeah. and Wesson, which my friends were, I got cops, you know, friends and they're like, those are the first houses they hit because they're going for the guns. That's exactly right? what yeah. they're going to go for. Yeah. Is the guns. yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, it, 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 you got you got your people that are ridiculous gun owners and they're just we're never getting rid of them in america we know that but, i mean yeah, a responsible gun owner knows a couple of things well, number one don't advertise right you're not helping anybody by doing that mm -hmm. but number two a lot of our customers are cops and other forms of responsible gun owners we have tons of judges da's cops three-letter organization members who are our customers because they know and in the event that somebody let, let's take your kind of zombie apocalypse version right? like, or a mob is approaching my house the number one thing that's going to keep me and my family safe, time. If I have a gun, mm -hmm. I need the 10 seconds to go get it out of the safe. If I keep it unloaded, I need to load it. If I keep it uh, on safe, I need to get it off safe. I need to get myself into a mental state to prepare myself and deal with the situation maturely and responsibly, time. And if there's one thing that Deep Sentinel gives everybody, and that's, that's why we have so many gun owners as customers, is time. Because if you own a gun, the, the worst thing you can do is bring a gun into a situation where you're unprepared, right? That's the single most dangerous mm -hmm. thing you can do. Mm -hmm. And sure. so, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, all I need is a gun. You don't need a gun. That, that's not all you need. You need to be prepared. 
you need time to, to, to deal with the situation. And that's what we do. So I'm stoked about that too, because it's not like we don't view guns as an either or. They really are. This is the best compliment to a gun owner nice. who's, who's conscious about security. Well, I like the idea of this, the, the fact is, and you know, you brought up a great point about usually when people are going to hit the house, they prep five minutes outside the house. Jeez, right? So basically, if there's a car sitting out front parked, what alerts your guard to say, hey, there's a car sitting out front. They're still in the car. There's no action. What do you do? Are you do you alert the customer? Like if we're let, let me tell or... you, man, people are so much more brazen than that. They're not sitting in the car. <laughs> Frequently, they're like yeah. unloading bags and tools onto the front porch. Like wow, people are so accustomed to dumb cameras. They are so used to like, all right, whatever. You've got me on your video with my mask on. I'm just gonna keep going. There's nothing that a, a, a camera does not deter a criminal. What we typically see is people will be like, literally like, like you're unloading your groceries. They're treating your house like it's theirs. I'm going to go back to my car two, three times. I'm going to go get my tools. I'm going to go get my buddies. Maybe I got one guy on lookout. They are full on like prepping your property for two, three, yeah. four, five minutes at a time. Wow. Interesting. It is, and so, I mean, again, typically what we see in those types of situations, we'll see two to three, four guys, almost always guys. We do catch women from time to time. But it's two to three, four guys that are coming up to the property and you say, hey, guys, can I help you? What's going on? And it's just 180 and gone. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It sounds like a great, great system. So good for you. Congratulations. Well, thank you, guys. I mean, you know, like it's a it's the pride and joy of my career for sure. If you've got folks that want to learn a little bit more about it, the place I would yeah. like super legit is our YouTube channel. 100% of the videos on our YouTube channel are real. We stop crimes okay. every day, all day. We have a, a, a video series that we run every week. We just broadcast. Here are the top five or 10 or 20 crimes we stopped this week. Check them out. Wow, very cool. I can definitely That's check something. it out for sure. That's something. All right, so we got uh, we got the holidays coming up, and people get a lot of packages delivered to their house. We've all seen the news programs of you know, people running up onto somebody's porch, taking their package and running. Um, there's a lot of Grinches out there, so... What are some of the things that you know our our listeners can do to protect themselves? So number one um, is not going to I'm not going to benefit myself with this one uh, is something that's called uh, crime prevention through environmental design. Cops call it CPTED, and what this means is, in security terms, don't be an idiot, right? Like. Don't put a huge hedge in front of your front door so nobody can see your front door. So after Amazon drops off a package, someone can go back there and steal it and not ever get seen from the street. Uh, put mm -hmm. lights on the front of your property. Put motion detecting lights on your driveway, right? So I, I'm the CEO of Deep Sentinel. I believe strongly in what we do. My house has 20 plus cameras on it. I've also <laughs> got 40 plus motion detecting lights all around my home. I've got them all up wow. and down my driveway. I've got them on my back walk. I've got them along the back line of my property. And so security is like a multi-layered thing. So, so the number one thing I would recommend to everybody, and these aren't expensive things. These are just design your property. Think about your property from the perspective of a criminal. Number two, most police departments right now are feeling a little under siege, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's been a rough couple of years for, for police it departments. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so every one of the cops that I work with, like, they are doing everything they can to, to reach out to their communities 
And the second thing I would recommend, honestly, is if you're in one of those communities, reach out to them. They would love to hear from you. Hey, would you come by? Most, most police departments have a crime prevention division. Come by my house. Come by my business. Tell me what you would advise. And okay. they, what, what's neat about that, you might think, oh, my gosh, I'm a tax to my police department. That's their objective, right? Our police departments need to rebuild these bridges to our community. We need to rebuild our bridges to our police departments. And yeah. having a conversation like that is actually wildly valuable for most police departments. And they'd see it exactly like that. So I'd reach out, right? Hey, I'm, I'm concerned about, I just want to be prepared. Yeah. I would recommend, well, I'll, I'll do my own jab, jab here. While you do that, tell them about Deep Sentinel and ask them if they think that would be helpful, right? And, and they may tell you, yeah. you know, in your situation, it's not, they won't. But they might, and then and then they might just say, "Oh my God, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard," and you should get that. That's what they'll say. Um, and so, yeah. you know, I, I would definitely reach out to your police department. The crime prevention divisions that I work with are all like they're such human being, human beings. You can relate to them. All they want to do is help their community, and uh, and so I would definitely do that. Uh, the next thing I would do is when you get your deliveries, don't leave them on your. Right. The other thing that we see consistently is that the people that advertise, right, protected by Smith and Wesson, you're just putting signs out that say like, hey, here's the place. People that leave mm -hmm. packages on their front porch for like 24, 36 hours, they mm -hmm. are advertising. And mm -hmm. so don't do that. Right. Um, take them in, get your get your cameras on, get your alerts. As soon as you get home, come pull them in. It's it's the type of thing that somebody doesn't have to do a lot of heavy duty casing if they're driving by to know which of the houses that always have big packages out front. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then get to each I remember. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I remember growing up and people saying things like, you know, be careful what you throw away in your garbage can. Make sure you know it's it's hidden. Don't have like a a box, you know, that says flat screen TV on it. You know, put it in the garbage can because people are going to know. Hey, he just got a flat screen TV. That's right. Time to go knock on that door. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that TV. Yeah. So interesting. Other, that's now. actually a good point. The other thing that we've seen a lot of, um, this is less to do with the the package stuff, is um, ring checking, doorbell checking. So criminals have turned your video doorbell from a security device into an occupancy check device. Meaning hmm. that what we see a lot of times from, from customers that are moving to Deep Sentinel is they'll send us this ring video that they have or other doorbell where the, the guys come up to their front door and rung the doorbell not once, not twice, not three times, but like for like two, three, four, five minutes to make sure there's nobody inside, there's nobody but paying attention to their video doorbell. Mm -hmm. And that's like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's like an invitation, right? I'm not right. home and I'm not paying attention. You've got as much time as you need. Wow. There was a scam that was going on around here a while back where there was a, uh, it was a, of course, it was like a van or, and there was dropped off a bunch of people who were all in on it, which had clipboards and just like, you know, shirts and ties, whatever, walking around and like thinking you were doing a survey or something, but they were casing houses out. Yeah. And then have somebody down the end of the street with a, with a pad. Or something. If they saw a car driving up the street, they would alert the guy who's already breaking into the house. Somebody's coming. Get out. Mm. You know, and then just jump back into the van. It is. I'm sure you've seen a lot of stuff. These guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's there's yep. two like that that we're seeing now. We we haven't seen as much of that since COVID because not as many people are going door to door. What we're seeing a lot of is um, what I call auto burglary agriculture. And what I mean by that is 
these these guys will pick a neighborhood and they'll come back every Tuesday. And instead of like wrecking the car that they're breaking into, they're really careful. They just go and they check the door on every car. They don't make a mess. So you don't even realize your car has been broken into. But whatever the one valuable thing is that was in the car, they take that one thing. And they go to your neighbor and they do the same thing. And they just, they, the reason I call it agriculture is because they kind of treat it like agriculture. They're harvesting. They don't want to over harvest. They don't want to damage the crops because they're coming <laughs> back next week for some more. And, yeah. and so lock your door. That's the other one. I always forget to say that one. It's so basic to me, but lock your door. The number of people that don't lock their doors. Um, we had one customer. Uh, yeah, two. Yeah. Raise your hand. Uh, we had one customer yeah. called me, <laughs> and he's like, "Man, thank you so much. My my wife left her Maserati unlocked, and she left her key in her Maserati. And you guys oh. caught the guys before they broke in and stole the car. And I was like, dude, I I don't even know what to say to you." that you have a Maserati in your driveway unlocked with the key in it. I mean, you're welcome. But like, dude, yeah. don't do that. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point one. Wow. <laughs> don't leave wow. the key in the car. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. I got, wow. I got one quick story I can tell you. This is way back in the day. This is back in the early 80s. Uh, uh, a person that I knew in California was up here when I was living in New York City and was telling me a story about this is when the L.A. Rams were in L.A. OK, <laughs> way back in the day. So basically, they lived in a cookie cutter neighborhood, like all these houses that were all the same, the cul-de-sacs and everything else. Um, husband and wife have, a, have two cars. They left one car at home. They left it in the other car. They came home. The hood of their car was popped open. There was a note on the door. They went over, they saw the note on the door and said, we're sorry, it was an emergency. We had to take your, we had to take your battery. We'll return your battery. God bless you. Thank you so much. We're so sorry. We'll be in touch. Right? A couple days later, they come back home. There is a brand new battery on the front door, at the front door, and there's a note on the door. And it says, thank you very much. Here's your battery. We appreciate it. So sorry for it. For your kindness, here are two tickets to the L.A. Rams game. Enjoy the game. God bless you. Thank you. They went to the L.A. Rams game. They came home, and nothing was left in the house. They cleaned them up. Now, that's a story. That's a story. They left they left nothing wow. but the wax on the floor. That was it. Oh my God, you, you had me from beginning to end. I was like just about yeah. to say there's still good people in the world. Right. And apparently I was wrong. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They've been so they've been oh, casing their house. Oh. They do. Isn't that something? That's I'm going to step on some people here, but I would have expected those to be Raiders tickets. But I mean, that's a different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll edit that part out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so that was sophistication back in the day. Yeah. Wow. You know, you know that what? That's, that's, that's the scary part is how smart criminals are. Yeah. If they could just use their evil for good. Right. Oh, imagine oh, what they could do. Let's get it. It's just right. crazy. But all the thought and work that went into that. Yep. I've been watching for a while. That is a it lot is. Work. Yeah. Yeah. But smart. <laughs> yeah. That's something. Wow. That's crazy. All wow. right. Well, what do you think? This is a great show. I love. I loved it a lot. Yeah, yeah. David. Don't... Thank you very much. We really thank appreciate you, taking you the time to do this. Yeah, you've educated us, and uh, we look forward to seeing your company grow. Thank you, you so much, and, and keep up the great content. So uh, you know, as I have to tear out mold and go through my crawl spaces, I uh, I've got somebody to be <laughs> oh. there with while I'm doing it. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, just play us along. <laughs> awesome, bro. David Selinger, again, the company is Deep Sentinel. So definitely uh, go on YouTube, like you said, look at their channel, watch some of the videos, kind of see what's going on, and uh, just reach out to them if you have any questions. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. All right, Jimmy, we've done it again. Yes, we have. I don't know what we've done, but we've done something. Something. All right, good. All right. All right, everybody, see you next week. See you. Bye.